Welcome to the DGD Podcast, the podcast for all of those DGDs out there. Each episode, you'll hear me, Robert Reynolds, give my takes, thoughts, whatever you want to call it, about the state of Georgia football, recruiting, even diving into the SEC from time to time, and hot topics around the NCAA. Check us out at dgdpodcast.com for more info, where to listen to us, and how to watch. favorite receiver Juan Daniels and you're listening to the DGD podcast with my man Robert Reynolds. Go dogs. Welcome to this episode of the DGD podcast as always. Daniels. Juan it's it's turkey day eve. It's hate week. It's time to crush those nerds down there in Atlanta. I'm telling you, you've played against it. It's I'm telling you right now, this it's hate week. And I'm excited for one, Turkey. Two, beating the shit out of those yellow jackets. Well, uh, yeah. as always, guys, look, uh, finding us on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. You'll hear this on podcast whenever, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Um, just want to say it feels nice to be 11 and 0, doesn't it? Oh man, it's, it, 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 it's great. And you you have to look at all these other teams, um, that are trying to battle to get in that final four. They have to be jealous of where we're sitting right now. We're, we're in a great, great position. Um, obviously we, we, you know, we want to close this thing out. Uh, I'm not really thinking anything about Georgia tech, um, and, and, and I know everybody's like, oh, don't don't overlook and don't you know sleep on Georgia Tech or sleepwalk through it. We're going to sleepwalk through this. It doesn't even matter. We can play third string guys and pretty much beat them. Notre Dame smashed Georgia Tech 55 to nothing. So they're already demoralized. And, and this is going to be an opportunity to really, really just drive it home. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. You know what, though? There's one thing. If I could have a Christmas wish or a gift early. It's for George Pickens to come back and exact revenge against Georgia Tech from 2019. Look, I think that guy still might have some helmet pieces in that wall. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, you know, but honestly, look, I think you look at it this way. Uh, last game before uh, SEC championship game, which is now confirmed, Georgia-Bama. Tell you right now, that's going to be a, a damn good game. Damn good game. Oh, yeah. But looking at this game right here. You know, the, the opponent being, you know, our, our rival, right? Superior, like a superior mismatch, right? It's just drastic mismatch of, of epic proportions. Um, you know, but I, I would think this, Kirby is not going to let these guys sleepwalk through this game. Um, I, I think we've seen this all year. I think there's a mission, and he has these guys completely sold on what that mission is. And I think now that we see it, it's, you know, it's right there. There's only four games, potentially four games left uh, between us and something we haven't done since 1980. Uh, so these guys, I'm telling you, are not laser focused. But but you're right. I think you could still take your threes 
and start them the whole game and, and still beat them by 40 points. It's yeah. it's so bad. It, it's so bad. Um, we'll go over here to the – oh, there we go. Um, clean, old-fashioned. Hey, yeah, thanks. Uh, speaking of uh, YC in here, uh, the show that you see now, uh, if you haven't noticed on our channels, uh, we are seeing – you're seeing – you know, not only Georgia content, but you're seeing Ole Miss content, uh, sometimes LSU, Bama content. Uh, and that's a part of the Y'all's Conference Network, YCN for short. Um, so you'll start to see that more so uh, moving forward. Uh, the DGD podcast is glad to be a part of that network. Uh, you know, it, it's great. It's a great network uh, growing rapidly. Uh, and as you can tell, uh, YCN is in the chat, in the brigade. Talking about yeah. it. And, and that uh, opening video was pretty awesome, man. Um, you know, the, the little Superman theme. So it, it, that if, if that doesn't get your get your blood, you know, just all you know ready to go, man, it, it, you know, maybe you're not alive. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. It can get you started, but boy, oh, boy, we've got something at the end of the show today. I think we're going to start a tradition to let it run every single show because I want people hyped up from start to finish. And you'll understand later what I'm talking about. But look, we've got a lot to talk about, Juan. We have a lot to talk about. First off, Brigade, hello. It is Turkey Day Eve. What's going Looking on, Brigade? To a great, great show today. Obviously, stick around for Q&A as well uh, after the show, guys. Um, you know, but look here. Obviously, we're talking about Georgia Tech. Oh, goodness. You know, looking at what they're about, I mean, there's really – the only thing they've got, you know, Jeff Collins, the only thing he's got is a fancy slogan here and there, and then his Waffle House Cup just overdone. Um, you know, it, it's a shame that you have to associate Georgia Tech and them uh, Waffle House. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, I really don't. But, uh, you know, looking at what this right here, is there anything, any position that Georgia needs to focus on? Like, I'm not going to sit here and beat a dead horse because, look, this team is trash. All right, it's 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 pure garbage. Um, you know, I, I do like Gibbs and Sims, uh, but that's about it. That's about it. I can't name anybody on defense. That just tells no. you about. It. That just tells you the the defense and how bad it is. Uh, Gibbs, and, like I said, Gibbs and Sims, I like, but that's about it. Uh, look, you've played against them. What do you think this is a rivalry anymore? Still, or it's. It, it, it's not. I mean, you, you have a situation in which Georgia Tech wins maybe every couple of years. Um, when I was there, uh, the, the five years I was there, including the red shirt, never lost to them. Um, you know, they just I never really looked at them as a as a rival. You know, we didn't get up for a Georgia Tech game like we would for, say, an Auburn game or, or, or Florida game or or, or or something like that. And, um, you know, and, and it's kind of sad because. You know, you, you go back through the Paul Johnson years. I think they snuck up on us maybe once or twice. But after that, it just, you know, just complete domination uh, by by Georgia. And expect that um, this weekend, it, it's just going to be an absolute hammering. I mean, it, it's it's going to be bad. Um, and, and, and it should be because, <laughs> you know, the, the one thing that I love about this Georgia team this year is at no point in time during any game have I ever, ever said, Okay, here we go back to that same old Georgia playing down to the competition. What they've done is that no matter if you're ranked number eight, two, three, whatever, 15, you know, like, or, or Georgia Tech, 150 millionth, they're going to beat you. 
and they're going to absolutely hammer you like they're supposed to um, because they're preparing for something bigger, which is going to be that SEC championship. Um, and, and I know Kirby's going to come out and, or, or the coaches and players say, oh, we're not overlooking this game. You're overlooking this game. I'm a player. I know it. You know exactly who you're you know, you're, you're gunning after. They're gunning after Alabama. They're polishing up. They're going to get some guys healthy. Um, but they're just going to go run through this game, get their starters out, rest those guys up, and then just, you know, focus on that SEC championship. Yeah, Nate, I, I, look, Coach, you can hear what a coach has to say, but at the end of the day, like, underneath it, I think, I think everybody, everybody that's a dog fan understands that this game is about to get ugly fast, and it don't matter who you play. You, you could put – hell – this ain't Paul Johnson, but put my ass in at quarterback, and I'll show you how to score 30 points. All right? That's how we do. All right? That's just what happens. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised, Juan, to see our defense score more points than they than they can score. I can see that. Uh, it's I can not, definitely it's see not that a happening. stretch. It's not a stretch yeah. at all. Georgia um, Tech will not – they will not score. They just got absolutely obliterated by Notre Dame. Um, it, it was It was bad. Um, it, it was absolutely bad, and I expect the same exact um, for this. And then, you know, again, after this weekend, you're going to really start to see the um, that that the uh, college football picture just kind of open up a little bit more. And then, of course, you're going into those uh, those championship games. So it's going to be really, really good. Oh no, I, you know, you look at this right here, right? Ever, like I said, technically, you look at a rivalry game, right? It's rivalry week. Uh, you know, looking at the Egg Bowl Thursday, which is a great game to have on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Uh, you know, but then you have the Iron Bowl. Uh, you have uh, the game, right? You look at uh, Ohio State and the team up north. Uh, you know, all of that right there is setting up for a really, really great week of college football. Also, a lot at stake in regards to the playoff rankings, things like that. So, you know, just yesterday, obviously, this is not our Thursday, Friday typical show. This is a special Thanksgiving Day special. Uh, but yesterday, the playoff, uh, last night, I should say, they came out uh, in top four in order. You're looking at, uh, you know, Bama dropping to three, which is surprising, but we'll talk a little bit about this. You know, Georgia, number one, no doubt, no question. Uh, Ohio State jumping in, uh, jumping Bama at the two. And then you've got Bama at three and then Cincinnati making history for a group of five at four. Uh, looking at Michigan and Notre Dame being the five and six. Uh, to me, yeah, I want to get your thoughts here on this playoff ranking, uh, how it's settled, right? Um, I, to me, I look at it as it's being kind of telling. Uh, there's some things to look at and, and what the committee's trying to show and foreshadow. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the top six? What are, do you do? You agree with it? Did they get it right? I, I, I agree with it. I, I they they did get it right. Um, you know, with, with Ohio State, you know, a lot of people are surprised why is Ohio State up there? Well, you know, C.J. Stroud right now is playing lights out. Um, and then he's got all three of his, his top receivers. They got a great running game and they absolutely just destroyed a pretty good top ranked Michigan, Michigan state team. And it wasn't even close. I mean, it was an absolute beatdown. Um, I really feel like they're, they're going to go up there and they're going to probably, you know, smash Michigan. They've had Michigan's number for a long time, but with Michigan being at number, you know, number five or number six, you know, that's just going to add to their, add to their resume. Um, Cincinnati, that that's the one that's just it's it's just tough. I mean, they they just have not played very well, you know. And they, you know, obviously they had a pretty good game against SMU, but that was the only game that they actually came out there and really just just destroyed and you know and 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 beat someone. Notre Dame is sitting really pretty right now. 
They really uh, are. I am not a Notre Dame fan, but they are sitting in a really, really good space because uh, Ohio State will beat Michigan. Uh, and then depending on, you know, if they're going to say, hey, Alabama with two losses. And then again, this is just me predicting Alabama with two losses. They can't justify putting them over a Notre Dame. And Notre Dame is, you know, is that team that the 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 coaches and the you know the, the public everybody they just love them for some for some whatever reason and if they have an opportunity to get Notre Dame in a a, a um, you know in, in this playoff they're going to do it by any means possible so to sit there and say that you know Notre Dame will not have an opportunity to play um, over a two loss Alabama is is going to be tough they're, they they smashed Georgia Tech which they should have done they're playing really good they play Stanford. Uh, the, the the team that uh, and I'll actually be at that game. I, I think that that's going to be an absolute beatdown. I mean, Stanford, you know, Stanford's going to get punished, uh, and, and I'll be there, you know, in, in person to witness that. Um, so they're going to say, you know, Notre Dame's playing tough right now, um, and, and they I see them sliding in. It'll be it'll be Georgia, it'll be Ohio State, it'll be Cincinnati, and then it'll be Notre Dame. You know, I look at it this way. I, I think the fact that Ohio State jumped. Uh, Alabama was the right call. The reason being, for 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 keep this in mind, guys. Georgia played Charleston Southern. Our score was fifty six to seven. Ohio State did that against the top ten team in Michigan State this past Saturday. Arkansas played Bama close, and I know it wasn't as close as it looked like. They did score toward the end of the game. Uh, you know. Could have been interesting, but, uh, you know, played them to seven against Arkansas and Brian Denny at that matter. It had to be made. That jump had to be made. Uh, that was pure domination from Ohio State and then led by their offense. Uh, C.J. Stroud, Olave, uh, you know, there's so much talent there on the offense. Uh, defensively, still got some questions for me, uh, you know, just depending on how things go. But, but I'll tell you right now, that offense can score with anybody and probably the most put in the country. Uh, you know, but it also told me my main takeaway from that top four, Bama has no room for error. They have to win the SEC championship game. No question about it. To me, I think it's they just don't want two SEC schools, but you could take it how you want it. Yeah. Um, they don't want to see they don't want to see a Bama Georgia rematch in, in, in any any part of it. And then uh, the, the quality wins, unfortunately for for Alabama. Now you've got a Florida team that is so bad that, you know, took them to the wire. And then Florida just, you know, dropped a game to, um, to, to Missouri, most likely will lose to uh, lose the Florida state this weekend. And the, the, you know, Florida's just in disarray, man. It's just, uh, it, it's wonderful. It, 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 it's awesome. To see. Uh, <laughs> it's hey, so one, to I got a, I got a joke for you. Brigade, I got a joke for you. What, what does Joe Paterno and Florida have in common? What's that? They're both dead and irrelevant. Yeah, they're uh, it, it's Florida's man. It's you know again, you know we got uh, Isaiah Bond here that's at that that's at Buford plays with my son. He decommitted, um, and then you know you've just got some guys that are just like, hey, it's 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 a sinking ship. Um, and, and what's sad is you know th th these are people that are decommitting without even seeing who the next coach is. So, man, it, it's a it's it's a dumpster fire. Uh, now, the funny thing is, hold on, it's the ir the irony of this, guys. If you don't keep up with Florida, I understand. But if you're a Florida fan here, you have to be – look, there's some excitement here. You know, obviously, 
Kirby Smart was rubbing salt in the wounds, picking off your guys, right? Top guys, Julian Humphrey, uh, Shamar James, maybe, uh, you know, maybe committing to Georgia or Bama, but we'll see. Uh, you know, but you did lose him as a decommit. You lose Raymond Cottrell in the 2023 class, and then Isaiah Bond decommits. I'm telling you right now, the fact that Dan Mullen is gone, as soon as he's gone, you pick up a top, I think, 100 player. It's a, a commitment. Is it telling? Or is it just telling you how bad of a recruiter Dan Mullen was? <laughs> like, yeah. People, yeah. Look, people are going to want to play for Florida. It's just the way it is. But Dan Mullen was that bad when it comes to recruiting. He literally was just obviously as blatant, like just not caring for recruiting. And it shows because you lose guys before. Obviously, the you know the train's going down the tracks and it's derailing. But then, as soon as it stops, you start to see Florida back on a come up somehow. You know, you look at you know you pick up the guy, uh, pick up the D line commit. That's a big commit. That's the that's their highest commit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's without a coach. Like that just tells you how bad it how bad it was from a recruiting standpoint with Dan Mullen at the helm. Uh, obviously, we don't know yet what's going to happen. There's some, you know, listening to Twitter Spaces and and talk, listening to the Florida folks. You know, there's some hype about uh, Billy Napier from Louisiana potentially. Elaine Kippen's name has been thrown out there. Who really knows? I'm just waiting for the dust to settle and see who gets picked. Uh, but I, I'm just telling you right now, I don't really know if I should be scared. I, I really don't. I think that's going to be an upgrade because just from a recruiting standpoint, it's going to be an upgrade. You can't go much further down. But I'm still not going to be scared because guess who we have at our, as our head coach? I'm not worried yeah. about it. He will, he will not let Florida beat us outside of last year. That, that was right. just inevitable. But as long as Coach Kirby Smart's in our, at our, as our head coach, I'm not too too concerned, especially yeah. when it comes to recruiting too. Oh no, mm. oh no, this is, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, and, and what they're building right now at, at, at Georgia, man, it, it, it's it's pretty special. I'm telling you, it, I, I hate I hate throwing this out there. With how with how scary this defense, uh, this 2022 cycle on defense is loading up to be. Add that with 2023 and how deep that is as well. Yeah. And you know, look at the previous years, 2020, 2021. Are you starting to see a dynasty being built at Georgia? I think so. Yep. And it all starts with recruiting. And that's the thing that once Florida understands it, that it starts with recruiting, that's when you have to take them seriously. But it, as long as Dan Mullen was there, we knew it wasn't going to matter. Like I, I've been saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. The longer that he was there, the closer it was to becoming a Mississippi State when he was head coach there. There's not even a question. Um, Florida State, it's crazy to believe this. Florida State might actually, you know, beat them. And if that's the case, Florida's not even going bowling this year. That just shows yeah. you how bad things fell off. Yeah. Same same so, with Texas. I mean, that, that you know, when, when was the last time you could think that Texas would not be bowl eligible? And that this is, so, you know, it just happened it's, it's you know, this year. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of parity, um, you know, when it comes to football this year, um, you know, especially with these top teams that we just thought, man, these guys are, 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 are top notch. They'll, they won't fall off for a while because of what they've built. And it's almost like it's just come, you know, just crumbling down just that fast. I'm, I'm telling you, Sam Ellinger cursed the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> because if you think about this, guys, 
they beat it. They beat a Georgia team that had just missed out on the playoffs and was really no hope in playing, no no desire to play. But that comment, we're back. As soon as you did that, you cursed that team because they have been trash ever since. Yep. And I'll tell you, any Oklahoma fan will bring it in here. And I'm telling you right now, when you come into the SEC, expect to get your ass beat week in and week out because this ain't the Big 12, homeboy. It is not the Big 12. Yeah, well, and and you know Jay Shipes made a made a comment about Notre Dame would be a four loss team in the SEC. Yeah. I, I'd say the same thing for Oklahoma. I mean, there there's a lot of team. I mean, o- Oklahoma would have easily have had four losses. I mean, so you, you know, and, and obviously Texas would have gotten run over. You know, Texas would have been down there with the Vanderbilts and the and the Missouris of the, you know, uh, 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 of the conference. Um, and now, sadly, Florida. <laughs> it's oh just, my God. Uh, can you imagine Such a sad situation? Look, you know, I'm going to go back on this. Before our season, we had our uh, projections for what we thought. I got a bunch of slack for saying Florida was going to finish fourth. Dude, they're sixth right now. And only because Vanderbilt is that bad. Yeah. <laughs> they're that bad. Like, yeah, they're, 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 they're pretty poor this year. Oklahoma. I have to, I have to kind of balance here. I don't see them losing four. I see them on average maybe a two-loss, three-loss team. I, I just think I, I think Oklahoma can handle themselves enough with what I'm seeing them do on the defense in regards to recruiting. They're building up that defense for when it comes time to come to the SEC. Uh, we'll see what happens. Does Lincoln Riley stay? Maybe, maybe not. There's some talks about LSU and all this stuff. But this is why I just let that stuff settle. I, I'm not one to be sitting here tracking planes and shit like that. That's just not me. It's right. funny. It's funny, but I, I just don't feel like doing it. Uh, but look, Oklahoma offensively, um, you know, it depends on their coach. It, but for the most part, if I'm looking at it right now, I'd say two loss. It, it's all honestly dependent on how you have them in. Do you do the do you do the east west split or do you do pods? Because that can make or break, in my opinion, how teams their schedules play out, and honestly, the wins losses too. I mean, if you play the pods, I think there's a chance that you could see three losses more so than anything. Depends. Yeah. If, you know, depends on who you get too, right? Uh, I, you know, I, yeah, I think a nice welcoming gift for both Texas and Oklahoma would give be them what Arkansas had to go through last year. Yeah, give uh, them a, give them Alabama, Arkansas, give them Auburn, Georgia. You know, give them Tennessee, um, and, and that would be that that'd be kind of tough on them, man. It, it'd be Same nice though to see how how do you respond to you know, all that, all that power, all of that, just pure SEC, here it is right in your face. I'm just saying this right here. If if this happens in Oklahoma or Texas, right? Look, Oklahoma fans have been thinking that they can handle and run through the SEC anyway. Not saying they couldn't, but if you give them, you give them the best of the best, give them an Alabama, LSU, A&M, Georgia. I wouldn't even say Florida, fuck Florida right now. Uh, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, or whatever you want to do. Give them the best of the best. Mississippi and State, the way Mississippi State is playing right State, now. Mississippi you're yeah. right. It's ridiculous. Who yeah. would have thought Will Rogers would have been tearing it up and then be bowling already? Yes, exactly. Like it's just, I don't know if it's just a crazy ass year or what. But look, hey, we're gonna give a, we're gonna do a quick break on the, on the flip side. We're gonna talk a little bit more here. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of transition over to Thanksgiving. We're gonna talk a little bit about this. We're gonna have some hot takes here that might maybe be happy or be, you know, piss some people off. Uh, but we're get, all, after this break, we'll come back and we'll talk some Thanksgiving. They say every watch tells a story. 
family, moments, lifetimes. With La Terrain, this is a watch that spans generations, not just from where it came from, but for where it will go. Knowing one of these, having one of these, is what? Being a professional, being casual, and being you is all about. From our family to yours, La Terrain. Just want to make sure we are back. But to be on, uh, looking at La Terrain, the show is sponsored by La Terrain. Use code DGD at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. I'm telling you right now, Black Friday specials are coming up, guys, and you're about to see some ridiculous deals at La Terrain. Get you a watch for a Christmas present. They have glasses, sunglasses, different accessories. Give them a look. Check out the website, la-terrain.com. Use code DGD, 10% off your purchase. Look, with the Black Friday sales, I'm telling you, you'll want to look into it. Uh, I love the I love the products. I got a compass on right now. Great watch. Just saying. And it's affordable. Keep that in mind. With that being said, though, Juan, tomorrow, Thanksgiving, I'm going to start off with a hot take here about Thanksgiving. Cranberry sauce, overrated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. Overrated. Now, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> I, I love Thanksgiving because honestly, look, it's not about the food as much as it is, you know, getting with family and, and really being thankful for, you know, everything. Try to be thankful for everything, uh, everybody's situation being different, right? You know, but if, if, if you have the perfect plate, Juan, what, what is on your perfect plate for Thanksgiving? Uh, for me, it's going to be macaroni and cheese. Um, uh, Gotta have it. Uh, honey baked ham, um, 100%. Um, my, my mom does this, uh, she, she cooks lamb, um, as well. So that, that lamb, lamb, um, it hits pretty hard. Um, and then, you know, we have, uh, so, some broccoli casserole. I don't know if you've ever had that, but it's, it's, it's amazing. I'm not a turkey guy, um, at all. Um, or like I said, the cranberry sauce and all that, you know, I'm, I'm, that, that's, you know, that, that's just my perfect plate. And then of course for dessert, you know, it's going to be lemon pound cake. That is my absolute favorite. Yeah. So, all right. I have to give you mine. Look, big boy season is upon us. <laughs> Look, those diets, guys, for the most part, are going to yeah. be pushed aside for tomorrow. Yeah. Wear your sweatpants. You'll need them. <laughs> give you some space. But if I had to choose my perfect plate, first off, turkey and ham. I want some turkey and some ham. Both go very well, complement each other. Mac and cheese is a must. Mac and cheese is about Matthew Judon, if you're listening to this, you, sir, are crazy for not liking macaroni and cheese. It's just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Mac and cheese. Candied yams. Candied yams. Gotta have or or you know, uh, whatever the case is, you know, dealing with sweet potatoes, right? Candied mm -hmm. yams, amazing. Uh, you know, then you gotta have a nice roll and some gravy for the turkey. Yeah. Get some gravy yep. for the turkey. Dressing. Oh yeah, forgot Slash about dressing. dressing. I call it dressing. Everybody's yeah. whatever. Look, I'm telling you right there, and then for dessert. Give me a give me a Dutch apple pie with some cool whip on it. <laughs> or sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, Jermaine even says he's lactose intolerant and he loves mac and cheese. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's just something you have to suffer through. Even if you can't do it, you suffer through it because it's that good. Right. I wonder if anybody in the brigade, is there anybody that can cook or is cooking Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving this year? Um, send me a plate. I'm all, Man, I'm all I'll tell you what, Juan. I'm, I'm going, so I'm doing some traveling, but when I get there, I'm making some homemade mac and cheese, man. Oh, <sighs> uh, see, Joe's calling me out saying, Will, real whipped cream, no cool whip. Hey, man, look, sometimes it's okay to be cheap, but I get you. <laughs> but no, like, you know, there's so much stuff there, right? And, and you get, look, and you get football, football, right? What better way to do it than sit there, eat a huge ass plate of food, watch some football possibly take a nap, right? Depending on how it goes. It's just perfect day, man. It's a perfect yeah. day. But but to bring the football into it, Egg Bowl. I want to get your thoughts on this. Yeah. That's going to be a ridiculous game. And it's supposed to be, first off, it's supposed to be raining. But it's supposed to get cold. Oh, that's going to be that tough game. for Matt Carell and, and, and those receivers. Ooh. Oh, man. If well, it's it's gonna also going to be tough for Will Rogers. Yeah, that's they right. That's out. right. They yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that's going to be – you know that that and you know that right there, they're playing for pride right now. Um, you know, uh, Ole Miss started off hot. Now they just kind of cooled down a little bit. Uh, Mississippi State started off cool, and now they're now they're hot. So I, I, I tell you what, um, that that's going to be a, a, a good game. Some good old that's another good old fashioned hate. You know, they're they're playing for some pride. Lane Kiffin, you know, and then of course you you know you got the pirate, the candy cane, uh, yeah. the candy corn hating. Yeah. Pirate be rating. Yeah, yeah. Mike Leach. <laughs> Mike Leach, man. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's it, it's gonna be fun, man. It's Look. it's gonna be fun. And and let me let me just tell you, that may be, I wouldn't be surprised if that was like a 105 to maybe 102 uh, game right there. There's gonna be a lot. You know, Mike Leach likes to throw it around. Lane Kiffin likes to throw it around. I know it's gonna be raining, but I, I think that's maybe a high scoring game. You talk about Leach wanting to throw it around. That's all they do. They don't run. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't care anything about defense at all. That's gonna be that's gonna be one of those basketball scores. Those deep look. I'm telling you right now, if you're if you're if you're playing defense tomorrow in the Egg Bowl, just wear normal clothes because you're gonna be warm. You're gonna be running back and forth. You're gonna be hot. Like you're gonna be hot. Yeah, you're gonna be running so yeah. much, man. That's gonna be a that's a true true track meet. Look, I'm just telling you right now, though. You want to know what makes this? You want to know what makes this so intriguing to me? Lane and Leach. Yeah. The yeah, national yeah, treasures. Right. National treasures, especially Leach. Yep. The, the post-game conferences are going to be ridiculous. I yeah, it's going to be. It, it, it's going to be. It's going to be. A, I mean, just two unique, different personalities, but, you know, all, all the same. It's it's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. Now, I don't, I don't. you know, thinking about it, though, I, I do think Ole Miss pulls out the win. I, I think it's going to be closer than what people think. It might. I think it's going to be high scoring but not as high scoring as people think it will be. And I think the weather honestly will play a big part in that because the ball yeah. changes when the ball will move. Agreed. So maybe I just counterbalance myself and you start to see, you know, a higher score, right? Yeah. Good. yeah. So, you know, thinking about that right there, the, you know, the ball being able to move farther, you're going to see some deep shots. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. looking into looking at the brigade though, I asked, what was your perfect play? And we have a response and I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Joel Sanders, his plate consists of ham, turkey, green bean casserole, 
pistachio fluff salad, which I'm not exactly sure what that is, rolls and stuffing. Big plate. Mm. That sounds so good, though. I, well, I, until we get, like I said, we just need to have some clarification on what the pistachio fluff salad is. Uh, I'm not, I'm not really sure what's in that. Um, it may be like the the potato salad with raisins in it. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Joel. Oh, sorry. Whoops. My fault. Oh. Yeah. I felt stupid. Well. Now, now that I guess that 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 makes the uh, pistachio uh, fluff salad. Now it makes more sense because I, I don't think I've ever you know heard of a guy eating something like that. But hey, you know, to each their own. Fair enough. I'm not going to put it past anybody in 2021. Yes, uh, sir, Jermaine. I see what I prefer leftovers the next day: turkey sandwich, dressing, mac and cheese, Hawaiian rolls, and deviled eggs. My man. I'll tell you this. Man. I'll tell you this. All day. The all left, day. Look, the leftovers, right? The leftovers. Can you can create some treasure when it comes to foods? I, I'll tell you one of the things I like doing: taking the ham, cutting it up, and making another thing of mac and cheese because yeah. you know, like it's going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. No, hold up, yeah. put it together, make cook it together, and it's like a it's like a ham and cheese hot pocket basically, but without the the bread, right? It slaps. It, it, it's amazing, um, and then obviously people are making turkey salad. Uh, my family makes turkey salad. And, and does it that way. It'll make sandwiches with it. Look, uh, give me the ham, though. I don't like turkey uh, leftover. N- not like just pure turkey leftover. Yeah. But mac and che- if you have the leftover mac and cheese, mac and cheese is perfect anyway. I don't care. Yeah. I just yeah. don't care. It's delicious. No matter what. Yeah. It's delicious. So, uh, Joel, when you get a chance, send us a picture or, or, or let us know. And maybe even send us some of that pistachio fluff salad so we can – we can try it, and then maybe that will be something we can add to add to our list. Look, if if you're if you're t- if look at this for anybody that's curious at the DGD podcast, tweet us a picture of your plate on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's what's up. We'll we'll we'll, we'll look our next show. We're going to do a recap. I need I need people. I need plates. I need plates. Tweet yeah, it. You'll, you'll you'll definitely you'll definitely get mine. So. I mean, look, I'm not going to say you won't. You got to be careful. Like, <laughs> on something. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, so uh, this so, is what it is. It's pistachio pudding, whipped cream. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know what that is. Maraschino. Mar- cherry. Yeah, cherries, uh, crushed pineapples, pistachios, and, and pecans. I say pecans. Some people say pecans. I, mean, I don't know. And then, boom, it's good. It's called Watergate salad. So... That's the, you know what though that's the great debate to hell with all this rivalry talk is it pecan or pecan to me yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm telling you to me I, I think it's pecan but at the same time that's the great debate yeah right? well and, and here we go Jermaine we've got we've got our first Sam I am right here he says I don't like ham Sam I don't like ham Sam I am so he'll eat, he'll eat us you know uh, he'll eat us ham sandwich. Um, cause it, but it just tastes different to him. So I'll tell you what though, give me a ham sandwich, the, the Hawaiian rolls, give me Hawaiian rolls and some ham on there and some Swiss cheese and melt it, get that cheese melted up. Done. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. But look, yes, I'm, look, I'm just a connoisseur of ham. So I'll eat it regardless. I don't care if it's plain. <laughs> I don't care. I'll eat it. Give it to me. Right. 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 It's like bacon. I'll eat it with about anything. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Um, you know, look, uh, look, there's so much food to talk about Saturday. 
obviously we, we won't have a show until next week. Which game are you looking the most are you looking forward to the most this Saturday? Um, Michigan, Ohio State. Um, you know what? It, it, it's, it, it's Ohio State's chance to separate or it's Michigan's chance to get in. So that's going to be a make or break game. Um, Georgia, Georgia Tech game is not going to be very good. I don't necessarily see Auburn being that, you know, Auburn, Alabama being that good. I mean, uh, Alabama is they're going to be preparing for for that SEC's championship. TJ Finley, pretty good quarterback, not very mobile. Um, I, I just see them just kind of keeping him in the pocket, forcing him to throw. I just don't see them, you know, you know, doing a whole lot. So uh, that 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 Michigan Ohio State big time rivalry, and this is this is pretty much for all the marbles. I'm with you. I think that's the most important game. The game that I'm going to be most interested in seeing is can Auburn play spoiler against Alabama? I don't expect it, but it's in Jordan Hare, and crazy shit happens when you play there. Just saying. Crazy stat. Nick Saban has not won in Jordan Hare since 2015, I think it was. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is crazy. Last two times they played, they have lost. And honestly, it's going to be completely interesting. Look, Bo Nix being out, what does what does Finley bring to that team? What can he do? Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Look, they just got beat by South Carolina, though. So to me, I, like I said, I don't see. Yeah, this and that's game with TJ Finley playing the playing the whole game. You know, yeah. and, and for them to get beat by South Carolina, um, that, that that, is that not was just, good. That's not good. Another game of interest. Uh, it's going to be that Oklahoma Oklahoma State game. That's going to be uh, a game of interest. If Oklahoma State uh, can beat Oklahoma, now they're going to be in the in the talks for you know will they be able to get into that into that Final Four? Because then they also have to go and play a pretty good Baylor team um, in that uh, that Big Twelve championship if they were to were, you know, if they were to go make it. So, is it um, crazy to believe that potentially how things play out, you could see Oklahoma State? In the playoffs, yeah, Oklahoma State and in, in, in that top four. Um, so, more reason for Georgia to win in in Atlanta, so yeah. that you play a four seed that you're going to boat race and 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 win convincingly. Um, you know, we have an opportunity to really just win convincingly. So, um, you, you know, it, it, it's it, it's going to be interesting. I I can't wait. I got to read this. I have to read this. Jay Shites asks what the prize is for tweeting out your plate. Look, first off, first off, I'll even do this. I'm going to do a rate your plate, all right? So Thursday, well, probably Friday, well, probably late Thursday, I'll be in a place with hardly any service. So post your plates, and we're going to do a rate your plate. And the, and me and Juan can look at them. We'll rate them. We'll comment the number, 1 to 10. Whoever gets the highest gets a shout-out and a potential invite on the show next week. Oh, that's what's up. And we're going to have to obviously um, delete Joel from the group because she's saying pecan, not pecan. So we can't, we don't need that. We don't need that negativity on the, no, I'm with you. on the show. I'm a pecan. I'm a pecan. It's okay. <laughs> this is this is a great debate right here. You can spend, you can spend 45 minutes like we're doing right now, just talking pecan, pecan. Yeah. Right? That's just, it can happen. It's, it's going to be tough, but I, I like what uh, Jermaine said. Jermaine said, I just want Auburn and Bama to have their usual slobber knocker battle. Bama should be a little beat up heading into that SEC championship game. Georgia. I agree. I agree. And and let me just tell you, I'm going to, um, yeah, we really need to get rid of Joel now. 
<laughs> I mean, it's a fair it's a fair statement, but we really need to get rid of her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I, I agree, I, and I think that you know that's a good old fashioned rivalry game. You know, Auburn's got something to prove. But uh, yeah, if, if they, you know, Auburn, sorry, Alabama has a tougher game than Georgia does. Um, so if, if, if Auburn can knock uh, Alabama around a little bit, you know, before that's, uh, that SEC championship game, that's going to be great. Yep. We're going to do this right here, Juan. We're going to do two predictions, two questions with a prediction. And then we're going to wrap this thing up and let everybody go into their Thanksgiving holiday ready to go. All right. Look, first question is this. What is your score prediction? For the Georgia Georgia Tech game uh, Saturday, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, 59 to nothing. Uh, it, it was an interesting stat. I want to say that uh, Georgia has not scored uh, in their times playing. Uh, Georgia Tech scored I think more than 45. I th- I think it was. Um, so I, I think that they want to make a statement. Um, you know they saw Notre Dame do it, so they want to make a statement. So I'm gonna go with uh, 59 to nothing. I like it. I'm gonna go. I, I, right now, I think you look at, I think you got 57 nothing. Wait, yeah, no, sorry, 56 nothing. All right. Sorry, I had to do my math. I do yeah. my math. <laughs> I, I think it's a complete shutout. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't see Georgia Tech move. Might do better against his defense than, than what we're seeing with Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't know. I, it's just going to get ugly. Yeah. This is going to get ugly. Second question. Do we see George Pickens play Saturday? I say, I say, yeah. I mean, why, why not give him? you know, and, and this is just, this is just me. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. I see that. Uh, why not have George Pickens get the opportunity to get his feet wet against a, a Georgia tech team, see how he responds, uh, you know, going through practice and then actually playing in a game is completely different. Um, and, and so why not have that? And then what that does for Alabama, you know, that that just that's a nightmare because, you know, they were not expecting to prepare for a George Pickens. Now you have to readjust your game plan to what do we need to do to stop George Pickens? And, you know, and then George Pickens, he's going to open up the stage truly for for Brock Bowers and, and, and everybody else that's going to be that. And he also opens up the running game uh, as well. So. I think I think you do. And hear me out. Here's 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 how this progresses. Wednesday today. No, actually not Wednesday. I'm going to say Friday. He gets clearance. Just hypothetically speaking, this would be ridiculous. But Friday gets cleared. Saturday dresses out as he saw last week, Mm -hmm. but he gets in there for a few plays just enough to get his feet wet, understanding the route. He's been practicing with second, third team and the scout team for a minute. I want to say a few weeks now, uh, getting the calls and things like that. So to me, I think you, I think you have to get him some kind of, just get him into the game speed. If, if anything, you don't even have to throw it to him, get him into game speed, block, run on it against somebody. Uh, right. Get his confidence up a little bit, right? Those, those injuries are confidence injuries. Get those legs under you, get more confidence. Come ready for Bama. Bama's going to have to try to figure that if he comes in ready to play. You're going to have to try to figure that out on top of Bowers, which is already a mismatch nightmare. Yeah. I hope Darnell gets. I hope Darnell gets some passes against Bama. He can tear them up. Run, run him right where uh, Will Anderson's coming off of. Done. Uh, before we'll read one comment here. Who knows? Who knows about the two different cornbreads? Uh, Jermaine King asks. Um, 
the black skillet can't swallow it without a beverage cornbread and the so sweet that it tastes like cake, like jiffy. That homemade cornbread does it does choke you up like a Popeye's biscuit, but it it's delicious. It, it hits it hits all the way different. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, I don't even I like them both. Yeah. I like them both because depending on what you use it with, Jiffy cornbread can 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 really hit differently too. Yeah. But I like both of them. Because the let's be honest, that, that skillet cornbread, a little bit I would say like a neutral to like a little bit more bitter, not as not as, like a lot less sweet, I should say. Boy, that stuff's so thick, it'll <sighs> soak up any type of soup you need. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, Jermaine King cornbread stuffed with sausage. Yeah. Wow. That, that, now that actually sounds good. I and and I Ooh. see there the cornbread. I'll I'll pass on the apples, um, but this the cornbread stuffed with sausage all day, all My day. God, man, look that this all this delicious. food talk. What's causing all this? All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm get me hungry right now. Yeah. Right. Look, that's all we have for today's show. Stick around for the Q and A. I'm just gonna let you know right now. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. And look, I'm just telling you right now. I want every one of you listening and watching. To give your plate before you before you dive in, I want you I want you to talk to your plate. Give it the epic pregame speech. And on that note, have a great day. Think about the speech, though. Remember, I still remember like yesterday. I still remember like yesterday walking out of this, this picture to have. The look, the look, the look, and the feeling I had. Looking at Tyson, looking at Stokes, looking at those guys. You know what, guys? This is our fucking year. This is our fucking year. We're doing the how we play. It's zero to fucking zero, and you make them never want to play again. All that shit they're talking, I love it, Jamar. You didn't say shit. You don't say shit to them. You just laugh and point at the scoreboard. Let me get a picture, JD, pointing at the fucking scoreboard. Don't say 